Good morning, everyone, and welcome to The Morning Show. Good morning, Andy. Good morning. Happy Star Wars Day. Oh, yes, that's right. May Big the 4th. Day here. May the 4th. Uh, 46 degrees now, gradually becoming mostly sunny today, a high of 60. And uh, what a rainy day yesterday. You know how much rain we got? How much rain? Nearly an inch. Really? Yep, 0.86 inch of rain fell yesterday all day long. Do you remember that year on May 4th you gave everyone like a gift except Brandon and I and didn't tell anyone who the gift was from? Everyone had a Star Wars gift on their desk. That's right. Yeah. And uh, Brandon and I didn't get one. I remember that. Really? Yeah. yeah. And we didn't get anything, did we? That's so unlike me because I'm not a Star Wars or or But we found person. out because I was I was so upset that Brandon and I didn't get a gift that you admitted it was you. Oh, what was the gift? It was like a stupid Star Wars Wars dry erase board or something, if I recall. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. We didn't get our gift. (laughs) Do you know the phrase, may the 4th be with you, was first used as a 4th of July greeting in 1978, according to the official Star Wars website. And using the phrase for may the 4th, may the 4th be with you, uh, started in... um, 1979, the day British Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher took office. Look, they still have that. This had to be years ago uh, that you gave everyone a dry erase board. Nice. Well, yeah. what the hell? <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> What's going on? When I, that's nice that uh, the staff has kept these for. This has to be five, six, seven years ago. This is amazing. I have no memory of that. Um, Oh, it's made in New York. Very nice. Very nice. Well, thanks for keeping the nice gifts I gave you. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm sorry you didn't get one. Yeah, I'm sorry I didn't get one, too. I'm a little shook up. I was behind a Subaru this morning that was going 10 miles an hour under the speed limit the entire way to school. Does that ever happen to you when you have to be somewhere? Well, something similar happened to me um, Sunday at Polly's. There was a woman that was hogging the uh, Pepperidge Farm display, and ah. I couldn't get near it. Well, you just gotta wait your turn. <laughs> she wouldn't stop looking at it. It's like, pick up bread, <laughs> move on. It's hard. So I had to settle on That happens to me at grocery Millie's. stores a lot, so I'll just go to a different section and then come back like no, uh, most that, humans no. do. There's you know a time limit on how long you can stand in front of the Pepperidge Farm area. The cheese area is also a, uh, a pretty locked up mm-hmm. area at the yeah. grocery stores. That's true. Uh, Last night, the election results from the uh, three elections held in Jackson County, Concord, Western, and Grass Lake. In Concord, district voters approved the bond request of $9.5 million to build a multi-grade level STEM facility and do uh, some major upgrades on all the buildings, uh, upgrade the uh, playgrounds, get some new equipment, um, do a complete uh, overhaul on all the STEM instructional technology. In Grass Lake Charter Township, voters approved a millage renewal and a millage increase for fire services and fire equipment. The levy passed by a vote um, 578 to 196, overwhelming majority. Convincing in GL, very convincing. Much closer in um, Concord, 397 to 342. It's 55 votes. Is that amazing or it what? Is. So that's yeah. what, two streets of people? Is yeah, and only vote? Um, 18% turnout in Concord, 15% turnout in Grass Lake, a uh, 22.5% turnout in Western, and that was a close uh, result as well. Yeah. 
the yes, yes vote on the uh, new elementary school that will be built across from the high school and middle school on Deering Road, consolidating the uh, current three schools, uh, Warner Bean and Parma, mm -hmm. getting rid of those, building just uh, one school. The vote, 1,117 yes to 1,048 no. So very close. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> it it's just so, so amazing. Yeah. Get out and vote. Your vote matters, especially in these, uh, these little elections. I mean, you think about that $9.5 million uh, uh, bond, you know, decided by 55 votes. It's, mm -hmm. it's crazy when you really think about it. But uh, it's exciting news for those townships. I'm excited for uh, uh, Western. I think that's going to be really, really, really good for, mm -hmm. uh, for that school district. So. Yeah, over the last few years, um, Jackson County voters have um, overwhelmingly supported school bond mm -hmm. issues, and uh, it's a good sign for uh, community support of our schools. Yeah, if we uh, we have to have strong schools to have a uh, strong community, so and we certainly do. I was thinking, what would it, what would JPS look like if that bond hadn't passed? I'm not even going to think about it. You know, I'm just so happy. Yeah, you know, Northwest as well. Uh, years ago, when they went years and years without passing a bond, and finally did. It's amazing what that really can do for. Uh, the community. Mm -hmm. yeah, they're, it's a big deal. Over the last couple of years, um, actually just before the pandemic, Jackson College was considering uh, going back to voters with a uh, millage increase request. They've not had a successful uh, passage of uh, millage increase requests since the early 60s. Wow. So, but um, the discussion, it's, it's popping up again, but um, it might not be that necessary because yesterday the Michigan Senate approved uh, funding for um, colleges and um, approved a, a new college scholarship, which is um, pretty cool. The Senate overwhelmingly agreed to propose, uh, propose awarding uh, achievement scholarships to 2022 high school graduates. Uh, students attending in-state four-year colleges could get up to $6,000 a year while those attending in-state community colleges could get $3,000 a year. And according to uh, Gangor News Service in Cranes, uh, more than three quarters of this year's graduating class would be eligible. So that is part of the budget that um, will be uh, negotiated mm -hmm. between the legislature and the governor. And there was bipartisan agreement on the uh, funding increase of 11% for state's colleges and this um, scholarship package. So Democrats and Republicans both in support in the Senate, goes to the House, and uh, the governor wants all the pieces of the budget. could be um, late June, early July when this is all decided. So. Huh, how about that? Yeah. So they're giving the money to people that finish and achieve. Mm -hmm. I like it. Yes. Okay, sure. Great, great. So, hey, um, did you hear about Mike Tyson was in the news again? Mike Tyson? Yeah, you know wow. he got in a little altercation on a plane. Well, this oh, time, I heard about that. He was yeah. Uh, so this yeah. time um, he was just posing for photos, and a woman, she stuck her finger up his nose, <laughs> and uh, he was freaked out. And she did apologize, but uh, it's just not safe being a celebrity these days. No, well, especially Mike Tyson. He gets approached all the time. Hey, yeah, they, people, people want to fight him. People want to fight him, yeah. and uh, yeah, that was the other idiot who that you know, and that guy deserved it. I don't think Mike got in any trouble for this because this. This fella on the plane. Um, drunk. Just, yeah, drunk, egged him on. So. Uh, last night at the Hollywood Bowl, Dave Chappelle was on stage and was tackled by a lunatic. Will Smith? No, but 
But Chris Rock was in attendance. No. Yes. Isn't that funny? He was in attendance and came up on stage with Dave right after and said, was that Chris Rock? <laughs> <laughs> or no, was that Will Smith? Excuse me. Uh, so that, that was hilarious. But uh, yeah, I think he's okay, even though somehow they took the guy. Actually, you know, Adam just told me. So they did arrest this guy. Apparently, they stopped another guy from coming into the Hollywood Bowl that, that tried to bring a gun into the venue. Yeah, the, apparently um, a replica gun. Oh, okay. guy well, either way. A, still, gun, a gun's a gun, gun, right? A gun's when a gun. When in, a, in a public place like that? Jeez, oh, peace. Mm -hmm. So, hey, it's not, uh, not safe being a comedian either. No. Just get tackled on stage. Well, when people ask why do they... Uh, do the strip search when you go into a concert venue. That's, That's why. why. That's exactly why. Yeah. Um, have you thought about purchasing a nuclear fallout shelter or doomsday bunker? Oh, we have one here at GTV. We do not have one here. No, but these are very popular. And since Russia invaded Ukraine in February, the demand for these shelters, especially in Europe, has skyrocketed. High-end units sell for as much as $8 million. Hmm. Um, there's a company in Texas that makes prefabricated bunkers and ships them all over the world. In a 10-day period, they received 1,600 inquiries, leading to 40 sales of bunkers from 60,000 to uh, 200,000. In normal, uh, peaceful times, they would have maybe sold four. Have you thought about where you would head if you heard the, uh, do I, I don't know, do we have air raid sirens? Anymore? I don't know, I don't know. There is a fallout shelter across the street, City Hall. Okay. In the basement. Yeah. Well, people are buying these, and uh, apparently they're spending a lot of money on them. So, do you remember the show Doomsday Preppers? Mm -hmm. That was yeah. a fun show. And yeah. Uh, but yeah, eight million dollars for some of these. It's amazing. They aren't so wacko now anymore, are they? No, they aren't. In our uh, elementary school, when I was a kid, we did um, uh, air raid uh, drills in case there was a nuclear attack, and we had to put our Head under the desks. That's how yeah, we, you know, were, <laughs> that, we were protected from nuclear fallout. Get you, put your heads under the desks. Let's put our hands under the desks. It'll be, we'll okay. be fun. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, another story Russian troops stole every piece of equipment from a John Deere, Deere dealership in Ukraine. Hmm. Well, they were just turned off by GPS. So the Russians have $5 million worth of John Deere equipment that they can't work. Now they are going to probably get that stuff repaired, but can you believe what they're doing? I can't An entire it's still John dealership was was stolen. I cannot I cannot believe it's still happening. Yeah, it's and, amazing. You know, and I, I have been watching you know a few um, documentaries about World War II and what the Nazis were doing, and some of the there were uh, people in Germany who were uh, trying to create these uh, assassination plots, uh, and some had been attempted, and many mm -hmm. others were not, and you know, the one was not successful because the two, second of two bombs did not go off in the bunker. But I'm wondering why that's, is it happening in Russia now? Are there people that are doing the plotting like they did? I don't know, it's hard to know. It's hard to know what, if what we're hearing or reading is accurate. It's hard to put, it's hard to picture it, what's going on over there because the media really can't get close to, uh, to these stories, you know, they're all in one place, but mm -hmm. I don't really think they can get to where a lot of the action is. So it's just uh, a lot of it is hearsay. Yep, the, a lot of it's a real parallel to um, World War II. Yeah, um, we went across the street yesterday. Oh, that's right, the uh, blue julep. 
opened for the first time in their new location on West Michigan Avenue, right across from JTV. Convenient, too convenient, right, Noah? <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I was the uh, third customer behind Joe and Al Hooper. You were the first customer? Third. Oh. Third customer. And I bought one of each macaron. They're not macaroons, they're macarons. Right. And I bought four cookies. And guess how many are left? Uh, there's still cookies left? There's just one left. Just one peanut butter cookie left. And Laura makes them. So good. So the no-bake cookies and the, and the peanut butter cookies, it's my new lunch. It's beautiful yeah. in there, right? It's, it's awesome. It's a great addition to uh, downtown Jackson. It's been in business at a different location, quarter of Jackson and Pearl now across from JTV next to Bellinoka. And yeah, they were ready for the first day with all kinds of uh, delicious cupcakes. And they have some neat uh, desserts like key lime pie and banana those, cream pie, little no individual um, desserts. There's Al Hooper. Al Hooper. Al Hooper did, um, you know, actually Al was one of the first customers, if not the first, and I think he was the first person to actually eat something. He could have been. Immediately after he made his purchase of um, a cookie, ate it right there in front of everybody. Mm -hmm. Didn't offer anyone any. No, <laughs> no, it was, but it's, it's so nice and, uh, you know, Already you see you see new people downtown trying to check it out. So uh, and uh, Randy and Rick Lamaster did a wonderful job on that uh, build out. Looks beautiful. It's appropriate um, that it opens this week, Derby Week, the Kentucky Derby. Laura Davenport is from Kentucky, a big fan of Kentucky everything. Her her blood runs blue, and she's actually headed to the Kentucky Derby this weekend. So she um, will be away for the first. Uh, Couple days of her first week in, open, in business. It's probably, probably a good idea. Yeah. It's going to be busy, so yeah. let the staff handle it. Hey, the Michigan Theater has announced their kids' summer series movies for uh, the summer. They're going to have Minions, Encanto, or Encanto, I don't think I've seen that one, Sing To, and Home. Um, those are all really good movies. Do you remember the first movie you took, or do you remember the first movie you saw in theaters? Would you remember that? Um, I remember uh, some of the early movies I saw. I saw The Lion in Winter at the Flynn Theater in Burlington, Vermont. And uh, it was, you know, when you're eight, it's not a great movie. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. Hero. The so first movie I saw was in theaters that I can remember was Bambi in theaters oh. with my grandma and cousin oh. Anne Marie. Uh, which is all of that is traumatizing. Um, <laughs> I remember you were upset. I was upset because yeah. Bambi, Bambi. Don't spoiler alert. I don't want to talk about it, but it's not all love. So um, the first movie I took Ella to was Despicable Me Too, and I was curious as to what I was thinking. She was two years old, <laughs> and I took her to Wendy's, and then the movie, and she lasted for like thirty minutes. Mm -hmm. And then this movie, Home, came out in 2015, which we went to. So that was technically the first movie she went to and stayed awake and enjoyed. Wow. Home. Very good movie. Um, actor uh, is Jim Parsons from uh, oh, Big yeah. Bang Theory mm -hmm. does the voice of the main character in that. Today, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame announced their uh, inductees for the class of 2022 and uh, Eminem, Eminem, Eminem. About time, is, right? Uh, yeah, how about that? Uh, this is actually uh, his first year of eligibility. Becomes the 20th Detroit performer enshrined in the Hall of Fame. 
He's the second hip-hop solo artist to make the hall while still alive following Jay-Z last year. The rest of the 2022 class revealed this morning, Pat Benatar, Duran Duran, Eurythmics, Dolly Parton, Carly Simon, and longtime Motown recording artist, Lionel Richie. Nice, very nice. So, yeah. Very, very That's nice. Good. Very uh, very popular as uh, I was finishing high school. Um, Eminem was. Came out. Yeah. Was, I actually went and saw him at Ford Field in 2001 or 2002. Yeah. And uh, boy, that was fun. Boy, yeah. that was fun. Today's show is brought to you by Vermeulen's Home Furnishings, now in their third generation of being family owned and operated. They pride themselves on providing great quality name brand furniture at affordable prices. Thanks to Vermeulen's for helping us bring you today's show. Uh, Museum Day is this Saturday. All of the Jackson County Museums will be open so you can tour them for free. And most of the museums are having special uh, activities, demonstrations, self-guided tours. Some will uh, feature uh, some light refreshments and hands-on displays, stop by your museum or museums of choice. They'll all be welcoming you between 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. An opportunity that Experience Jackson and all our museums offering so you can uh, really explore what we have right here in Jackson. Yeah. You know, a lot of people do come from out of town to see our museums and uh, you owe it to yourself to see what we have. Yeah, take an hour out of your day and uh, go do something. Mm -hmm. Be good. Hey, we didn't have uh, really any scores, but I've got some games on tap for tonight. Let's yeah. see what's so on deck. Everything was canceled last night except Western Track. How did they? I don't know how they did this. Oh, I, I'm <laughs> glad I'm not on that track team. Oh, it was how how on earth did they pull it off? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, well, I mean, who knows? It's amazing. So today, uh, we've got baseball, Columbia at Grass Lake, Napoleon at Clinton, Hanover at Jonesville, Jackson on the road at Pinckney, and Northwest at Western. We should get into the 60-degree temps around game time for these. Softball, Columbia's at Grass Lake, Jackson's at Lincoln, Northwest and Western. That's going to be the good one tonight. And then Lenaway Christian's at Vandercook. More track, Columbia Central, they're hosting some league members and Homer and Springport are at Concord and uh, those meets start at 4.30. Soccer games tonight, all, uh, all scheduled for 5 or 5.30. Columbia Central, Grass Lake, Jackson Christian and Springport are your home teams today. So we'll have some highlights and scores uh, later tonight and tomorrow from those contests. Fans, don't sit on the grass. Who's on the show today? Today we have a great show. We have Kristen Plutup from the Jackson County Health Department. And we also have Rebecca Armstrong who will be with us to talk about the third annual Al Glick Youth Football Camp. All that coming up. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. Today's show is brought to you by U.S. Staffing Agency, your complete employment specialist serving job seekers, employers, employees, and employers. Their mission is to help develop communities by building relationships and connecting people. Visit them at usstaffingagency.com. 
Now on our show, health officer for the Jackson County Health Department, Kristen Pluta. Good morning. Morning. Kristen's a uh, Western parent, and we have a... We've got some updates. We've got a correction. <laughs> We've got a few corrections. The, the track meet was Monday, Monday night. Okay. They didn't run in the horrible weather yesterday. I apologize. Yeah. And you know this because your daughter's a two spring sport athlete. Yes. Western. Not scheduled to be a two spring sport athlete. <laughs> just they needed someone in the two mile. Yeah. And is this she your joined. is this your first year being a track mom? Uh, yes, but she's a senior. So. Okay. So what do you what do you think about the track weather and the um, time and all that? Do you enjoy? Well, it? I'm a soccer mom too. So soccer <laughs> and track. You know, we're not like those baseball and, and softball no. that, that 50 degrees or higher and no, no rain. We, you know what I'm seeing? We no. sit in snow and rain and yeah. wind. Yeah. You know what's becoming popular is those little individual igloo things that people are sitting in. If she wasn't a senior. You'd get one? <laughs> yeah. I would be purchased. My husband has, he's a hunter and he's, he's threatened to bring the, his like pop-up yeah. blind with a mm -hmm. little propane heater. It's always colder than it looks too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, the wind, know, it's the wind. We mm -hmm. always sit there yeah. and say the wind. You, but you got, it's a lot of work. You got to put stakes in the ground because the wind, they're likely to blow away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even with people in them. Yeah. Well, good luck to your daughter in the two miles. That's a uh, that's a very tough race. It's a boring race. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, it's we long. Lose, you lose track of laps. It I don't is. know how they keep track of it. Yeah. You got boys and girls running together and lapping people. I don't. Yeah. Know. Mm -hmm. It's it's, it's hard a lot to of work follow. for that official. You need a scorecard. <laughs> well, the uh, health department, uh, while they've weathered this uh, pandemic, continues to uh, function and perform all the other uh, duties that uh, are. Of demand, and uh, you're planning some changes to how the health department is uh, structured. We are. Just yesterday, I went to the Board of Commissioners study session to um, present a, a restructure. There's not a lot of big changes, but a couple reclassifying of positions. Um, looking forward to not being in the situation we were last year, mm -hmm. so looking forward to um, you know what happens in the future if I leave or other directors and. Right. In those positions leave that that um, succession planning so um i you know I, I jumped right in i was appointed health officer in march but but um our director of prevention or excuse me health education and health promotion resigned at and retired at the end of february mm -hmm. so it was kind of a, a now or we, there's no need to go out and, and, and recruit that new yeah. position to then change it in six months. So. Yeah, so you kind of jumped in, in in the heat of everything and yeah. are able to kind of, you know, move out of this pandemic phase a little bit and get back to, you know, focusing on some of these yeah, other other things. In our and that's community. the idea, too. Um, you know, I, I came in in August as the deputy health officer, and one of the things that is, you know, not even in just the health department, but there is a definitive line for a lot of business in mm -hmm in before the pandemic, yeah. before March of 2020 and after, and what that business and what jobs and what mm -hmm. um, responsibilities and things look like. So, so even more noticeable in the health department as we you know, resume activities yeah. and, and public health is in the spotlight now and we're, right. you know, some funding is coming and you know, how do we best use that and maximize mm -hmm. efficiencies. So, so the goal is to promote two positions, two of our director positions to deputy positions. They'll still have the director responsibilities, but hopefully put a little more collaboration in the, the bigger picture of overall health mm -hmm. department functions. So. And there's a uh, possibility of uh, adding a, another health educator for opioid and uh, marijuana. Yes. Talk a little bit about that. Yes. And that, would, that money would come from a, from a grant, correct? Settlement. 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 Okay. So um, if you've heard in the news, there is um, 
through the Attorney General's Office, Michigan was awarded, I don't know how many millions or billions mm -hmm. of dollars over the next 18 years, and that was distributed for any municipality that opted in. Jackson County opted in, some of the other, I believe a few different smaller local mm -hmm. localities did as well. But Jackson opted in, and as the county, we get 108,000, um, it's estimated 108, the final numbers I don't believe are worked out, but estimated to get 108,000 for the next 18 years. So, um, you know, that's that's a good wow. chunk of funding we can, and, and sustainable for, you know, we can offer someone instead mm -hmm. of saying, hey, we got a grant for one year for yeah. you. <laughs> but we can, you know, so that we've kind of looked at the best way to do that, where it best fit in the department and who we could, how we could use that 108,000 to impact the whole community. So our, um, because so much of the work the health department does is going out to community and collaborations with mm -hmm. other groups, um, we kind of thought the best. We have to, f they have some, some guidelines that mm -hmm. we have to follow as well, but that we could use the health educator, it'll fund a health educator to, yeah. we can work in the jails, we can work in the schools, we can work, you know, all around the community. Yeah, I think that's important for sure. Those, so two directors are being promoted to deputy director. Mm -hmm. It doesn't sound like a promotion. Director to deputy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So when um, you get another word in your title, that's a promotion, right, <laughs> Crystal? Yeah. So the, yeah, the, so it's, I never understood deputy yeah. stuff until I worked for government because yeah. it was like VP. So deputy, it's like the VP. Yeah, right. it's pretty good. Yeah. Like Regional it. assistant to the vice president of. That was your yeah. best title you ever had. <laughs> So, um, so they're gonna. These deputies will have distinct, s separate areas mm -hmm. of uh, responsibility. What yep. are what are those? So we are moving <coughs> two different program areas. So two two groups on the organization chart kind of swap. So our WIC program will go over to the Personal and Preventative Health Services. They've been there before, mm -hmm. um, but the idea for that is that's more of a that area in personal prevention and health is is in sexual health, um, and now the WIC clinic. Um, working more towards internal services, so clients that come into our program, they still do outreach and events and things like that, but mm -hmm. more internally focused. The community health, which is, a, which is our um, FEMA program, our MIP, our um, early on programs that go out into the community more, where you know our early on um, goes into a home mm -hmm. to work with a, with a child under three years old. So mm -hmm. um, that aligns with the health educators and our hearing and vision. Um, hearing and vision are you know in the schools so just that little switch there will kind of give a more of an external focus and yeah. an internal focus. you guys are doing some great things too, partner we've we've uh, heard you guys partnering at some of the kindergarten roundups mm -hmm. a lot um, offering screenings and things like that talk about how important that partnership is with those schools well it, it's huge and that's one of the things um, that we've noticed coming back from COVID and coming back into they everyone's been in the building since yeah. I've been there but it's still there you know there's there, there can be a lot of disconnect and not not intentional disconnects mm -hmm. but because everyone's busy doing their job yeah. um, so those like like our WIC clinic goes to the um, Kindergarten, kindergarten Roundup's yeah. a great one where you can yeah. see. We have our immunization staff there so they can check a child's immunization record and see what they may or may not need. Um, those kind of, um, and then our connections with our health educators and mm -hmm. things like that. Like we have teen pregnancy prevention programming with our early and empowering youth today and, and um, top programs in the schools. So we have a lot yeah. of interaction with the schools in a lot of different areas. So, you know, seeing that bigger picture and using those people mm -hmm. who have those connections. Yeah. To and it's important for the kids to uh, hear from 
outside here from those other resources as uh, well. We're going to take a quick break. We will be right back with Kristen after this. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. On Saturday, May 21st, we've got an event that you should attend if you are a dog lover. It's the Bark and Brew, and it's the first annual presented by TAC. Saturday, May 21st, it's a big day, and it's uh, 1 to 6 p.m. There'll be a dog talent show, food trucks, tastings, and uh, a whole lot more. You can buy tickets online through Eventbrite or buy them at the door for 35. Hmm. Uh, Kristen Pluta is with us from the Jackson County Health Department, health officer, you know, with cold weather. We haven't had any mosquitoes yet this year. Well, that's a blessing. <laughs> but that <laughs> will change. Speak for yourself. You know, I think all this wet, 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 um, we're gonna, it's mosquito breeding uh, weather. Oh, it is. And you know, the health department has a grant, two grants working on mosquito surveillance again this really? year. Really? So Good. Yeah, our environmental health director, Don Hadek, just hired um, the intern that worked for him last year. And I don't know exactly what they do, but they go collect mosquitoes. And I know they store the mosquitoes in a freezer really? to then send wherever. I think that's one thing there. everyone can agree yeah. on. We don't like mosquitoes. I think they should hire some planes and fly over Jackson County and, and uh, drop fog. That's a good idea as well. Uh, bird flu, avian bird flu. That's yeah, that's like another word of the moment right now. The, feels the, like every few years we hear about avian bird flu and mm -hmm. wonder if it's in Michigan, but is it in the U.S. yet? It's in the U.S. It? We actually have our first in Colorado. There was the first um, human that was detected with it. Um, Colorado, far yeah, away. Yeah, far away. We've mm -hmm. got some, some detections around us in Calhoun. I didn't put Calhoun on my list here. I just learned, though, I'm going to have to print my sheet, my notes, mm -hmm. bigger. Cause how can you read yeah, that? Yeah, how can you read I, that? I can't person? read that can't anymore. Read the older I get, I'm going to have to. <laughs> now, May is, so May is uh, teen uh, pregnancy uh, as awareness month, if you mm -hmm. will. Um, we were just talking in the break. Seems like when we were growing up, that's all you heard about mm -hmm. prevention, prevention, teen pregnancy, sex education. Blah. And so, is there is there still a high rate of teen yes, pregnancies in, in, in Michigan and in really? Jackson? Jackson wow. still, but we are you know targeting efforts to do that. We have a lot of programs. A lot of our programs are are built towards not just the just you know say no just don't do right. it but you know building self-esteem in mm -hmm. in in students in high-risk areas and populations and things and you know our top program does a lot of that as you know where we can act as mentors and mm -hmm. teach you know how to how to find the value in yourself yeah you know as opposed because because really that's a lot of that is at the core sure. of, of of teen pregnancy um but we are going to talk about that. We have our teen pregnancy prevention coordinator coming here awesome. to meet with. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's this show or your later okay. show, but um, and she's going to bring one of our teen mentors. Awesome. On, so yeah, and you guys have a uh, sexual health clinic that mm -hmm. uh, folks can walk in if they just need something or need help, and they can they can talk to someone. Just just have to walk in, right? Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. Walk in basis. I think um, to five. overall, our when you look at um, teen pregnancy, um, the maternal and infant health uh, in Jackson County. We, ha we have been struggling 
to um, improve the state. And it's, um, it's, it's devastating if it's your family. Mm -hmm. um, but it also, it's, it's pretty impactful to the community. Yes, it, you know, teen pregnancy, because it, it tends to lead to um, higher high school dropout rates mm -hmm. that affects, you know, that, that person's um, income potential and um, taxes that they pay. So it's a state, federal, you know, and it, it impacts yeah. our it impacts whole community. It impacts us as taxpayers, yes. correct? Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and not only that individual, because now that, that individual and that, and that child are, are t generally tend to be at that lower socioeconomic mm -hmm. status. Um, not not all, but yeah. you know, in general. So yeah, we we want to we want to promote these you know youth and and our children to have you know good productive lives, yeah, good taxpaying citizens absolutely. Absolutely. of our community. Having a, a high school senior yourself, does mm -hmm. this give you new insight into uh, what kids uh, think it, and do? It, it does. She you know. From what I know, she's 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 a pretty good girl. <laughs> she stays pretty busy with you know. But she's probably got some names. But she's you know I hear the kids talk. I hear and I've heard you know of a couple people where she you know is scrolling through Facebook and she's looking at one you know I'm like whose baby is that? Oh God! Yes, gracious. And, yeah. So I, it's it's amazing. It almost it, it shocks you because you you realize how young you know. Yes, the, and the how and close are, right? like that yeah. is into your you know. To my own daughter, right. you know that is the that that is the kids that my yeah. daughter has gone to yeah. school with all her. Life, yeah, so. absolutely. Well, we uh, thank, want to thank you for being here with us, and I want to wish you luck as you uh, brave this spring sports weather watching your uh, daughter. I am hoping. I, I, my back <laughs> of my car right now. I'm not going to tell you what kind of car I drove because I heard your story this morning about driving. It wasn't a you. Subaru. No, it wasn't you. I don't think it was you. It, it wasn't me. No. I laughed. Um, but it is full of blankets and chairs and blankets and hand warmer things. And I'm so ready to get rid of it. I know. We are too. I can't. <laughs> Soon enough. Thanks, Kristen, yeah. for uh, joining us this morning. Thank you for having me. Kristen Fluta from the Jackson County Health Department. Rebecca Armstrong is next, and we'll be talking about the Al Glick Youth Football Camp. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back to The Morning Show on JTV. With us now is Rebecca Armstrong from the Al Glick Youth Football Camp. Good, Good morning. morning. I'm so excited that, that we're back. Yes, we are too. It was heartbreaking to have to cancel it last year for the second time, um, but that's all we, we had to do it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, that was the way of the, the, way of the world. Yep. But uh, So the camp is back. Tell us a little bit about uh, this yes. year's camp. Yep, so June 18th at Jackson High. Um, we had 305 kids in 2019, so I, we hope to have that many again this year. Uh, my goal is to have kids from every school in the county. So um, out hustling right now, trying to get yeah. sign-ups done and um, probably is, have a few 
surprise guests there. We don't like to, yeah. you know, get let the cat out of the bag too early. You don't but. like to tell me because then I, <laughs> I want to make arrangements to try and be a be a fan. But you know, one thing about this camp, every kid that is there, the level of respect that they have for Al Glick and the University of Michigan, you just see it in their eyes yeah. um, when they're participating, when they're listening. It's just, yes. uh, I think it's exactly what Al envisioned. It, I think so too. It was uh, so sweet. Some of the kids would try to get his autograph <laughs> and he just was, he was loved this event. He yeah. loved to be there, loved to see the kids um, out there working hard. And so and we, we're gonna miss not having him there with yeah. us this year. Yeah, he, and he loved this event. I mean, it was, yeah. it was probably the, biggest thing for him is mm -hmm. just put, putting this camp on and being there. Yeah. And, and you see some, for, you know, there's, you know, Coach Brogan, both Coach Brogans there. You see coaches that uh, from from a lot of the schools in the area, and, and they turn into little kids at these camps mm -hmm. too. You know, you got uh, Big Ten football players. There's Mike Martin in the middle. I think he's still yeah. playing in the NFL. Yeah, John Navarre. Yeah, John, and John works for you guys, right? He does, yeah. he does, yeah. Yep. And I think that, I'm not sure who that was, if that was Nico Collins, I'm not sure who that is, but these kids getting to experience. <coughs> what a thrill of a lifetime. Yeah, I mean. Sit there and have lunch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep. And, yep. and, the, and the, there's Coach Harbaugh, and the, and the players and coaches that come, Rebecca, they don't come there and just stand around. I no. mean, they engage with every single yep. fan, kid. It's yep. just so cool. Yeah. <laughs> I love these pictures with the Coach. Because yeah. he's right in their face, yeah. he's yelling at them. <laughs> it was it's good, like, <laughs> it was cool. Yeah, yep. Yeah, we bring in um, a guy from uh, Legacy yeah. in Brighton, and he helps run a really good camp. Um, they're going to learn some really good skills, and um, it's not just sitting around. They, they really are working hard and yeah. learning a lot. There's Al. <laughs> we, you know, of course, are, as a community, saddened uh, with Al's passing, and, uh, but glad that we're able to have this um, in his honor and continue, and I know he wanted that to happen. Yep. But it's, um, and I know he was looking forward to being there this year, yeah. and he was also looking forward to the um, opening of the new indoor practice facility. Yeah. But uh, it's this amazing legacy, uh, really legacies that uh, he's established and left for our community that uh, everyone's going to know Al Glick. Uh, anyone that lives in Jackson and uh, today and, and in the future, um, mm -hmm. he is. He is Jackson. Yep. Yeah, I've yep. said this before. I think he is uh, the single most important person in the uh, in the history of this town. Now, when you look at, uh, you know, Withington Stadium, you know, you, that camp's going to be going on. You get to see this other yes. building that uh, Al has donated yes. just to make this that community and that school. I mean, I don't know that there'll be a, a better facility in the state, Rebecca. I don't, I'm not sure there will either. And that was his goal is he wanted to make the public school as, you know, give them every tool that they could have um, so they could be great for this community. Um, that was his alma mater. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, most of the family went to school there. And he, yeah, we're saddened that he's not going to be able to see it finished. We've, we've both been at, um, Withington or the the pool or the baseball field when people come from out of town for the first time and they see it and it's that just it's such a wow mm -hmm. for them to be able to play at these first-class facilities yeah, yeah. And you, you're predicting that we're gonna have some 
I think D1 we're, athletes. Well, I, I think we're going to have uh, some Olympians out of out of Jackson, Michigan. I yeah. think we're going to, with that new pool mm-hmm. and the uh, facility, I think we're going to become, maybe not in the next two years, but within eight and 15 years, I think we're going to be a hotbed for sure because yep. it's the nicest facility around. So. Yep. Yep. People are going to want to go there. They are for yep. sure. <laughs> We've got a uh, clip from uh, years past. Let's take a look from uh, a previous Al Glick youth football camp. something that you cannot truly understand and learn and create a sense of self and, and be able to have the capability of uh, leading others if you're not coachable yourself. I found my passion in life, football. And the other thing I found out on that day was I would not go through life scared. Ralph would not scare me. There is no challenge that wouldn't scare me. And in life, I've gotten beaten up. We've lost games. I've been disappointed many, many times as I was making that first tackle. But I love the game of football today as much and even more than I did when I was a seventh grader in junior high school in Crestline, Ohio. And you recognize how important what you learn in football is important to business. I mean, it's first thing you gotta learn it's a team. Everybody's got a job to do and you gotta work together and you build relationships and it's amazing what you can accomplish when you don't care who gets the credit for it. The team, the team, the team. Yep. For sure, it's <laughs> awesome. And uh, I, I, I get to be a beneficiary of this event. I mean, you do too. We get to stand and hang out with uh, Jack Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh, Lloyd Carr's there. And, you yeah. know, I mean, it's just a cool opportunity. It's just so, so cool. Yeah. Now, this camp is, uh, is uh, it's only $15. It's only $15. <laughs> so, yep. And they get a nice shirt and a, and a water bottle. And um, we've had some great partners, um, the public school. Uh, puts on breakfast and lunch for yeah. them. You guys have been great partners of ours. Um, so they, it's it's worth their $15 Absolutely. for sure. Absolutely, and if there's anyone <clears throat> who's watching that uh, wants to go and uh, maybe can't afford it, just call and uh, JTV will take care of that for you, of course. So we're excited about it, very excited. Yes, no kid gets uh, turned away um, nope. from this. No. Nope. And it's a surprise, I think, for these kids because, um, well, in some cases, even you don't know who's going to be able to make it that day. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. But when they do show up, it's a surprise to the kids. Yep. And that's, you want to keep it that way this year as yeah. well. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, we don't want to put out there too early who might be there. Um, wouldn't want to promise something and then someone not be able mm -hmm. to make it. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm sure we'll have some, some stars there again this year. Yeah. It's really a full day and I'm hearing from kids that were at the very first one that are looking forward to the, the second, yeah, the, the so being there cool. the, third, the third year. And it's your hope that this goes on forever. Well, that, that's Al's hope. That's what he uh, you know, said to me and uh, to many of us. Um, he gave us a great path to follow <coughs> and uh, we're gonna try to keep doing it for him. I remember um, when Al um, spoke to these kids, uh, the highlight for these kids was meeting Al Glenn. I mean, it <laughs> yeah. was, yeah, it's great. The Harbaugh's were there and Lloyd Carr, but um, so many of the kids were yeah. anxious because Al didn't, you didn't see him out. And, you know, he had a few haunts, yep. but uh, <laughs> a lot of kids, they, he was a legend. They knew of him, that, and, but they got yep. to see him for the first time. And it was, that was the thrill of the camp, being yep. able to meet Al. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the kids, the kids really did like to meet him. Um, and they, they aren't, weren't so, they don't care so much about the, the older coaches and right. older players. They mm -hmm. love when those young college players come. They really gravitate, you know, towards those kids. We'll hope for a beautiful uh, weather day yeah. at the uh, third, third annual <coughs> Al Glick Youth Football Camp, Saturday, June 18, and it will be a beautiful day. It will. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, thanks for having Thank us. Thank you. Good to see you. Yep. Rebecca Armstrong with the uh, Al Glick Youth Football Camp. More of the morning show after this. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back to the morning show on GTV. Today's show is brought to you by Wilcox Lawn and Landscaping. And Wilcox provides complete design, installation, and maintenance of decks, retaining walls, patios, gazebos, and water gardens for Jackson and the surrounding area. They do a lot of uh, great work out at Lake Homes. You see some nice retaining walls as well. Free estimates, give them a call, 529-4550. And uh, Wilcox takes care of my lawn as well. And they yeah. do a great job. And you skipped that hard word. There's one word you didn't want to say. Oh, maintenance. Mm. <laughs> you know how we have uh, celebrate birthdays here at JTV? I do know how we do that, Cake yes. and people sing. Well, a Kentucky man's uh, former employer will have to pay him $450,000. They threw him an unwanted birthday party, and then they fired him when it wasn't well received by him. Huh. He said, I, I don't I like, like I don't, don't do, my birthday's coming up, don't do anything. I have anxiety disorder. I have a panic attack if, if the spotlight's thrown on me and there's an office party. Well, they uh, did it anyway. They had a lunch. Lunchroom. And he had a panic attack. He had a panic attack. He went out in the car and he couldn't come back to work. Um, the next day uh, he came in and they said, you didn't react uh, very nice when we threw you a birthday party. And he said, I told you I didn't want one. And so they said, okay, well then uh, they fired him. I wonder where, where was the work? Where do you work? Uh, let's see, um, gravity diagnostics. <laughs> okay, wow. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's, uh, we need a gravity diagnostics here in Jackson. Nice. I'd like to welcome a new advertiser to GTV, Summit Heights Dental Care, Dr. Nick Legau, and uh, they're going to be helping us bring you all of our summer event coverage, awesome. including the Selby Track Meet, the Hot Air Jubilee, Rose Parade, and more. So thanks to Summit Heights Dental Care and Dr. Nick Legau. Welcome to uh, Dr. Nick Legau. We appreciate uh, your partnership. Uh, we've uh, talked about all these people that were thrown off planes and got into fights with uh, flight attendants. Uh, the guy, remember they duct taped him to mm -hmm. the chair? Well, he had his day in court yesterday, and he uh, was duct taped to the seat Bro. after he groped two flight attendants, punched a third, and he's been sentenced to 60 days in jail. 60 days? The flight attendants are furious. <laughs> They think they should have thrown the book at them. If that, if I did that on a plane, <laughs> they'd lock me up for 10 years. I know. Got, look at that guy. Got off light. He looks like, uh, what does he look like, Brandon? <laughs> looks like a sophomore at South Carolina. <laughs> yeah. Getting ready yeah. to uh, put on a polo and go to a bar, right? That's right. My dad is yeah. a lawyer. <laughs> Who's guy. on uh, tomorrow's show? Tomorrow's show. That's going to be a surprise. Um. Oh, I'm sorry, I have the document right here. Tomorrow, Dr. Vivek, Butch Irwin from Comfort Keepers, and Jacob Innocencio, president of Grow Jackson and future president of the United States. Later today on your show, Greg Salisbury, Juan Zapata, Tina Matz, and April Grella, Ken Wyatt, and Linda Haas, Sophia Kerr, and Jacob Stejahini from Columbia Central. That's all for today. We'll see you later on.